the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Coming up this hour, we're going to be joined by our friends at the National School Project for the entirety of the show. You're listening to The Common Good. Everybody, welcome to the Common Good here on AM 1160. Hope for your life. My name is Brian Fromm. Really happy to have you with us today on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. Hope that you're having a great day. And today is going to be a special day here on the Common Good, as it was yesterday, as we are partnering with the National School Project. It's a great organization, uh, and so we're thrilled to have the National School Project with us again today. Before we introduce our, our guests, here's what I want to tell you: we our goal is to raise as much money as possible. We've set the goal at $20,000 yesterday and today for the National School Project so that they can equip, train, and send Christian students to share the gospel on their campuses throughout the Chicagoland area. And the good news is that all of the gifts will be matched. And so your money will will go even further. So a couple places you can give. We'll give these numbers and websites throughout the show. 888-673-4125 or visit 1160hope.com. That's 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. And there you can give. Well, I'm joined in studio by Heather Barnes. Heather is uh, the special projects director, amongst other things, for the National School Project. We're hoping soon to be joined by Mark Hobson again, president of the National School Project. We're having just a little bit of technical difficulty. So, Heather, A, nice to meet you. Good to have you. And it's just going to be you and I here. We're going to carry this show for a while. So how are you doing? I'm doing great. Excited to be here, Brian. Yeah, it's really good to have you guys back again. Uh, if you missed yesterday's show, go give it a listen. Heather, why don't you help people understand, just in case they missed the show yesterday, what is the National School Project? Yes, the National School Project is a Christian organization with one purpose. We are coaching and mentoring high school students, middle school students to reach their public schools with the gospel. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I I think you've got a bit of a great story about how you got involved with the National School Project. Uh, and so I would just love to hear you tell that story. Yes, of course. So 16-year-old Heather, still about 5'10", walking through the halls of Palatine High School. There you go. Right here in the suburbs of Chicagoland. I really had a big heart to share my faith with my peers, see them come to know Jesus, but didn't really know where to start. Mm -hmm. And the National School Project reached out to me and said, hey, we believe God could use you right now as a teenager. Mm. We believe the time is now. And I had never had someone instill that kind of belief in me as a teenager that God could do big things. So they gave me a big vision, but not just a big vision for what I could do at my public school for Jesus, an actual plan to do it and the coaching, the personal coaching to do just that. So as a junior in high school, I got to, through the platform of my Christian club, lead outreach at my school, see the football players, the outcasts, 
every which way of a student you could picture walk through the doors and actually hear the gospel at the public school. They didn't even have to go to the church, but brought the gospel to them. I got to see lives changed. And as a high school student, I caught a vision for what God can actually do at a public school. That's great. Talk to us about high school students. I have a high school student. I have a 17-year-old daughter, uh, so she's a junior in high school. And I know that high school is such a difficult and also unbelievable time of life. But now you add on top of it a pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like You add on top of it just the craziness of this year. Well, help our people understand who may not have students in that age group, may not be very familiar. What's it like to be a high school student right now? Yes. Well, I'm coaching some students. One of them is Caroline. Mm-hmm. And if you were talking to Caroline... An 18-year-old um, at a high school in the north side, she shared with me just just a few months ago that she has seen her friends hit a deeper depression, mm-hmm. a deeper sense of anxiety and fear, honestly, yeah. than ever before. So it is a dark time yeah. for high school students. It's a needy time. It's a formative time, but there is a huge need for hope. Yeah, yeah. And so keep keeping on that. Uh it is an opportunity right now, right? Mm-hmm. You use the very operative word there, hope. Uh, so oftentimes we talk about the light of the gospel is shines brighter when things are dark. Uh, and so are you guys seeing that? What, what, is, what is the effect right now that's having as students are sharing their faith in their schools where these kids are really struggling? Yes. You know, light shines the brightest in the darkest of mm-hmm. places, right? Mm-hmm. And so when a student who can relate with a student shares the hope they have in Jesus in midst of their peers, darkness they're facing, struggle they're facing, something powerful happens. Yeah. I yeah. mean, just this semester, we heard of a student share with her Muslim friend. Wow. And through conversation, hard conversation, she actually saw her Muslim friend come to know Jesus. Uh-huh. This is just recently, this wow. semester. So we're really seeing God show up in that personal initiative. We train students how to share the gospel, how to have conversations personally, and then also big strategies of reaching their school. So God's at work. That's really cool. Tell us about your role at National School Project. Yeah, so I serve um, as our national ambassador, and I get to personally coach students on the front lines, Mm -hmm. which is always exciting, but I also get to help our campus ministry team with um, nationwide initiatives and uh, our strategy as we continue coaching students. That's really good. So uh, you guys raise up students, you coach students. This is all student-led, and so that's a really important point because people might be wondering, I feel like this isn't illegal. (laughs) I feel like going into the schools with the gospel, uh, most of us have always been told you can't do that Mm -hmm. in a public school. I grew up going to the public school. My kids are in the public school. So uh, help people understand why that's not the case, because people are probably going, am I giving my money to something that is not actually allowed to happen? (laughs) Good news for all of you listening today. It is totally legal, 100% legal for a student to share their faith in Their public school, middle school or high school, because of the First Amendment, they have that on their side. They can give out Bibles. They can strike up conversation respectfully Mm -hmm. with their peers just so they're not disrupting class time. And secondly, this is the thing nobody really knows. (laughs) This is the hidden gem is the Equal Access Act. Mm. So legally, a student can, just like they can start a chess club or a fashion club, they can start a Christian club that's student-led on campus that can host events, that can bring in guests speakers that can pass out flyers, do everything that every other student club can do on campus. That's that's great because I, you know, when I first heard about this, I was going, man, that doesn't, 
that seems like those weren't the things we were allowed to do. And like I was a youth pastor back in the day and it was always like, how do I get into the schools? Mm -hmm. But the beauty of this is you're doing it through students. Exactly. And not even through students. That sounds bad. You're you're empowering students who already have a faith in Jesus and who are excited to go reach their their friends and their classmates. How is it that you guys actually equip students and actually train students? What's that look like? Yes. So we give them an NSP coach, we call it. Mm-hmm. So you're normally a young adult or adult that is empowered by us to give them those simple strategies and big vision to use that platform of their Christian club at their public school to share the gospel on a large scale and personal scale. So it's through that personalized coaching that they get that. But also the encouraging thing is this is a movement of students. So they mm-hmm. get the personal coaching and they get to be a part of a bigger movement of students that are um, taking their campuses by storm for Jesus. That's that's great. Yesterday, I think we I think her name was Angelina. We had a chance to talk to and her story was crazy. I, I left listening to her. I'm like, man, I'm challenged. I'm a pastor. I've been trained to do this. And, and the passion that that girl had for Jesus and for her classmates and living on it was out of control and and I left there going okay uh, there, there's something good going on here. And so that's what we're doing today. We're real excited to be joined by the National School Project uh, and, and we want to uh, support them in such a way that allows more students to be equipped, to be trained, to be coached, uh, to be uh, given the resources to go into their schools and, and share the love of Jesus and to do these kind of rallies and everything else. And so Again, the goal is to raise $20,000 to equip, train, and send Christian students to share the gospel on their campuses throughout the Chicagoland area. There's a couple different ways you could break it down, right? $46 a month helps equip a student for a year to take their gospel, to take the gospel to their school. So that's a little bit more manageable. And don't forget that if you call today or go on the website, it will be matched. And so uh, you're doubling your money and, and that is, uh, ha- is going to have an eternal impact. And so we can't encourage you enough to call 888-673-4125 or visit 1160hope.com. That's 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. There you can see videos. You can read more about what they do. But most importantly for us today, you can go there to give and support this great ministry. Well, we're glad to be joined by the National School Project all show today. We hope that you'll stay with us here on The Common Good. AM 1160, hope for your life. Welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. My name is Brian Fromm. Really glad to have you with us. Hopefully you're having a great Thursday afternoon. And like yesterday, today uh, is, is just a special day here on The Common Good as we are partnering with a wonderful ministry, a wonderful organization called the National School Project. And the goal is... Uh, to raise as much money as we possibly can, but it's with a very specific purpose. It is to help them. It is to partner with the National School Project to equip, train, and send Christian students to share the gospel on their campuses throughout the Chicagoland area. So uh, in a minute here, we're going to talk to Mark Hobson, the president of National School Project, and we're continued to be joined by Heather Barnes, uh, special projects director, uh, and But before we do that, let me give you the phone number and the website again. Uh, call 888-673-4125. That's 888-673-4125. Or visit 1160hope.com. And there you can click on the National School Project banner. And here's the even better part. Uh, today... 
If you call that number or go online, any money you give is going to be matched, okay? So uh, double in your money. A lot of us got money from the government in the last couple of weeks here, which we're all very thankful for. What better thing that you can do than to invest in high school students and invest in these things that will make an eternal difference? And even beyond that, you're going to get that gift match. So we're really excited to be joined again by the National School Project and Mark Hobson. Mark was on yesterday. Uh, we're hoping this works. We had a little bit of technical difficulty, but Mark, how are you doing, bud? It's good to see you again. Doing great, Brian. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Glad to have you with us, man. Hey, Mark, uh, Heather did a great job in the first segment, so the pressure's on you here, but uh, help people, remind people the National School Project. Heather shared with us last time what it is you guys do, but help us understand how it even started. What is kind of the history of the National School Project? Yeah, great question, Brian. You know, our, our founder, Warren Willis, had spent about 40 years on staff with Campus Crusade for Christ, started at UC Berkeley in the 60s, worked his way out to Outer Mongolia right after the wall uh, fell. And, uh, you know, he was there seeing God do miracles every day to reach Outer Mongolia. And But looking back at America, and as he put it, just, you know, America was slipping yeah. uh, spiritually. And so he asked the provocative question, well, if God can do all these miracles here in Mongolia to reach Mongolia for Christ, I mean, couldn't he do something dramatic yeah. uh, to reach America for Christ? They started praying about that and then looking at, in light of the, the, the need of the hour, uh, what's the best way to make an impact in America today? Mm. And then, you know, just looking at the stats about how 75 to 85 percent of people in America who come to Christ today come to Christ before the age of 18 thought, Okay, well, let's let's do something in the schools, and then I think the final piece was is read a book by a group called uh, Pacific Justice Institute, and the book's called "Reclaim Your School: Ten Legal Ways to Witness at Your Public Schools." And Brad Dacus, who's now a partner of ours, outlines just all these amazing things that students can do that none of us knew <laughs> they could do, right? And so, kind of got the idea that okay, let's train students across California at that time. Uh, to you know, share the gospel in a bold way at their schools. So I had the privilege to get involved in the early days there in LA, and it was really amazing as we started, you know, talking to high school students uh, who had a burden for their school but had no idea the rights that they have. Uh, they had no idea the opportunities that they had. But man, you gave them just a couple pieces of information, a couple yes you can statements, and mm. some you know we believe in you statements. Man, that what they started doing was unbelievable. I remember uh, Danny uh, was one of the first students that we coached, and man, y- y- this guy, if you can believe it, with Kevin and a couple of other his buddies, they put on an outreach the day before Good Friday, their senior year, and they had 400 students packed into the gym, and as high school seniors, they gave the gospel, and you could have heard a pin drop. Wow. Fast forward to graduation the valedictorian gives the most unbelievable graduation speech. She said, you know, La Mirada High School was special for me for so many reasons, but most importantly, I found Jesus this semester. And we thought, okay, this is pretty cool. We ought ought to stick around in this ministry and see what the Lord's going to do. I got to be honest. I heard these stories from you yesterday, different stories, and I'm just kind of like, really? <laughs> like, that's really happening. That is such a, that's revival going on on high school campuses. Heather, uh, Heather Barnes is joining us as well. As we said, you're the National Ambassador and Special Projects Director for National School Project. Uh, selfishly, I just want to hear more stories, Heather. Mm-hmm. So what's a story that stands out to you uh, that kind of gets your blood going for the National School Project? Yes, I think of Alec 
who uh, went to a school in the North Shore and um, just last year really was bold and saw the need. He is on the lacrosse team, so has a little bit of influence, but he decided, I need to bring in an apologetic speaker to share on the topic, why does God exist? Because I have a few atheists in my pottery class. I have a few agnostic friends. We need to discuss this. And so he said, I'm going to host this during lunch through my Christian club, got approval. He says, I'm going to print out 70 flyers, see if I can pass them all out. In one day, he passed out all 70 flyers, has so many conversations in the midst of that about his faith and says, okay, maybe I need to print some more, prints out a few hundred more, invites his whole lacrosse team Day of the Outreach comes there um, at Deerfield High School and all student led, of course. And he is praying in faith that people come, orders five extra pizzas just because maybe God will do something (laughs) big. Right. (laughs) If I order those five more and all of a sudden bell rings, door opens and students are just filing in to come here on why does God exist during their lunch period? Wow. Because Alec had the courage to stand up and do something. So they ran out of pizza that day. So his faith was was um, stretched as they had to order more pizza and people heard the gospel. His actually his atheist friend in his pottery class got to hear the gospel that day and have follow up conversations. And he saw he saw students that had never heard the full gospel actually hear it. And even a person came up afterwards to the speaker and said, you know, I don't believe in God quite yet, but you gave me a lot to think about today. <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, and Mark, as we continue, uh, like our heart here at the station is to say, let's get behind something that is having this kind of eternal fruit. Uh, whenever we ask for money, people always think, OK, what, what exactly does my money go to? How does it help students? Could you help uh, people understand that a little better, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. Well, like we're sharing today, you know, it looks like $46 a month will help to send one of these bold students like Alec that Heather just shared about to be a courageous light for Jesus at their school. And what does that money help to do? It helps to provide the, the staff, the part-time uh, you know, workers that we have who are providing this week-in, week-out training to students like you're hearing about in these stories who are being courageous witnesses for Christ. It provides those students with the training resources uh, that they need, and it provides them a lot of the outreach resources they need, whether it's a, a, an evangelistic booklet, a Bible, or pizza, or a guest speaker for their mm-hmm. outreach. But $46 a month helps to send bold students into their mission field at their public school. That's great. Well, here's what we want you to do. Uh, if you can be a part, and I don't know why you wouldn't want to be, but if you could be a part of helping send students back into their campuses with the good news of the gospel, there's a couple different ways you can do that. You can call 888 888- Six seven three four one two five. That's eight 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 six seven three four one two five. Or visit eleven sixty hope dot com. And really simple, there. Just click on the National School Project banner that you'll see right there on the website, and there you can very easily give to support the ministry. You can also see some videos there and other things about National School Project. That's what we're doing today. We want to help financially. Uh, empower these students and and send these students back into their uh, into their schools and their campuses with the good news of the gospel. We are thrilled to be joined by Mark Hobson and Heather Barnes the rest of the show today as we continue to talk about and support the National School Project here on the Common Good AM eleven sixty. Hope for your life. 
Hey everybody, welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. My name is Brian Fromm, and today's a really special day here on The Common Good as we are joined by, uh, also along, by the National School Project. We want to partner with the National School Project to equip, train, and send Christian students to share the gospel on their campuses throughout the Chicagoland area. Such an encouraging ministry as we hear story after story of high school students taking the gospel and taking the initiative to go back uh, onto their campuses. So here's what we're trying to do. We're trying to raise $20,000 to do this, to equip and train and send Christian students back to their campuses. You can do that two different ways. Call 888-673-4125 or visit 1160hope.com and click on the National School Project banner. Those are two ways to give, and all money is being matched today. Uh, And so you can use your money to make this eternal impact. Uh, We can't encourage you enough to join us. And we're thrilled to be joined on the phone by the senior pastor of Anchor Church in Palos Heights. That is Ryan Hall. Ryan, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Brian. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Uh, we're having you on because uh, you have partnered for a long time here with the National School Project. And so I would love to just start that way. I'm a pastor, too. And so as pastors, we get we get pitched a lot of different ministries, right? Like, oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do this. Let us know why have you invested and been a part of the National School Project? Well, we planted a church back here in my hometown in 2009, and church planting and pastoring in general is just overwhelming. And Mm -hmm. so in addition to launching a church, uh, it would be impossible to come up with a comprehensive strategy to reach not just one high school with the gospel, but all of them. (laughs) So I just started praying about it because I was a youth pastor out in the western suburbs of Chicago, and we saw some tremendous success with students who said, hey, I want to start a club and do some outreach events. We had 125 people showing up to one of them and over 240 coming to another one, a multi-school event. And But now I'm a senior pastor, so I don't have time for that, right? <laughs> so I just prayed, you know, and prayed. And uh, well, and then the Lord just really ordained this uh, divine appointment between um, Warren, the founder of, of NSB, and uh, Heather was there too. And they were just they, they were in California doing a great job. They decided to pick a second state, so they came to Illinois, right? Yeah. Um, and we, it just so happened that God brought us together. When I heard Warren's vision, I said, count me in. Let's, <laughs> let's reach all the high schools. And, and I was like, Warren, don't you belong on a golf course? You're retired. And he just had a smile on his face, and he's like, nope, I've got work to do for the kingdom. Oh, that's awesome. And Brian, what do you, uh, specifically, what do you see going on with your students uh, at your church? Uh, how has this affected your church and then also uh, the students within your church? When things first launched, um, a few of our students in-house just immediately caught fire. They reached out into their high school, um, formed a club, two girls in particular who were upper-class women, and they started a club and they started doing um, rallies in their school. And I'll never forget heading to their school one day and um, just watching how things were unfolding. We, the NSP had brought in a former NFL running back one day to do, uh, to do a uh, gospel presentation, and then the next day they brought somebody else in. And, and I was sitting there talking to my youth pastor at the time, and there was this um, Muslim girl, I think her name was Yara, and every day she came during lunch to hear the gospel, and she would raise her hand up and ask questions about Christianity. Uh, and I was sitting next to my youth pastor, and I said, she knows her stuff. Mm. I said, she's got great questions, she wants answers, and she won't be fooled by non-answers. 
And so I told my youth pastor, you're on tomorrow. You better be ready for her. <laughs> and so sure enough, she had some great questions about the Trinity, and then there were follow-up conversations, and I just thought to myself, my goodness, we're standing in a public high school yeah. answering questions from a Muslim girl about the Trinity. That's awesome, and that just fires up the students. It fires up the church to know that's happening, and the best of all, it's legal. Kids yeah. can do this. Yeah, uh, and Mark, you and I, as you said, you've been a youth pastor. I was a youth pastor. I think one of the struggles is... Um, underestimating what high school kids are capable of, but also underestimating just what, you know, the, the seriousness of their faith and the passion of their faith. Help people out there understand, like, you know what, high school kids not only can do this, in many ways they're better equipped to do this than we adults are. Yeah, it just starts with the desire. Uh, I went back to my old high school in the area here for a See You at the Pole event, and, you know, 25 kids showed up to one school, 40 to another, and, and when I drove up to my old high school, there was one kid hmm. sitting by the flagpole. And I got out of my car and I said, are, are you here for see you at the pole? And he looked at me and he literally had tears in his eyes. And he said, yeah. I said, are you the only one? He said, yeah. Hmm. And I said, you're praying for your school though, right? He said, yeah. I said, God can do it. He's like, I know God's doing things at other schools, but why isn't he doing anything here? And I said, well, let's pray about it, you know? And so I think the Spirit is is issuing the great commission to these students and there's you know all all it really takes is one student to fill out the form to start a club hand it in you get a you get a uh, you usually need a teacher sponsor and then a few extra friends around you and god just does it but it's real interesting to watch if if some students say yes here i am send me they turn in the form they get praying it's like a wind picks them up and off they go but if they don't take that step a whole year can be lost and nothing gets done yeah and What's the effect you've seen uh, within your church, like uh, within your students and the adults in your church? Because we get the fruit that comes in the high school, but what about within your particular church? Well, let's face it, as adults, I mean, when we look back to those high school years, and we most of us feel like we could have done a better job reaching our friends with the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you, but, you know, when I went to my high school, there were 2,000 students. You know, I don't have 2,000 people around me every day to tell about Jesus. You know, those days are gone. I have to actually go out and find people now. <laughs> um, so, you know, to, to say that, wow, I, I've got this mission field right here, uh, it's right here for four years. It's right here. It, like, I go to it every day. Um, so I, I think adults love to see students uh, have courage and confidence to actually bring the gospel uh, to the world. And I think a lot of adults, you know, self-included, um, we get nervous about sharing our faith with courage and confidence, especially when, you know, hot-button issues come up in the culture. And when we see them doing it, I think it gives us more confidence Absolutely. to do it. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan's going to stay with us here. And I, and I would love to know before we close out this segment, Ryan, uh, why uh, a lot of times when there's passion around a ministry, it's personal. I'd love to know just why is this personal to you? Uh, what, what was it like for you in high school? And what, why is there this passion personally for you behind this organization? Yeah, I didn't get saved until I was a freshman in college. Mm. So um, I was the kid making fun of Christians in high school. So when I look back, I just think, man, I blew it. Like, I, I blew it. I wasted all four years, you know, thinking the wrong things were important, thinking the wrong people were important, and I, I, I can't go back and get those years again. Yeah. Uh, and so I just—but what's really awesome in our situation is after one year of our church plant, we outgrew our first building— 
so we approached my old high school at, at, for a rental opportunity, and they actually let us rent there for four years. So I got to have church <laughs> in my old high school, and I baptized people in my old swimming pool. So I feel like even though I couldn't do it then, God really redeemed my heart and gave me the opportunity to do it many years later. <laughs> That's awesome. I would just love to know, I, I planted a church as well, but I'm not from around here. What's it like to plant a church in your hometown? What's it like to do ministry in your own high school? Oh, it's really awesome. Uh, I know what Jesus says, right? The prophet's not without honor except in his hometown. So it's kind of a dangerous place to be, you know, <laughs> that's where they tried to throw him off a cliff. But I just more get the awkward, you know, texts or, or Facebook chats. Wait, you're a pastor? <laughs> like when I went to my 10th high school reunion, a girl literally screamed when she found out I was a pastor. She's like, what? <laughs> you? So I get a lot of that. That's really funny. Well, again, uh, we are trying between yesterday and today to raise $20,000 for the National School Project to equip, train, and send Christian students to share the gospel on their campuses throughout the Chicagoland area. All gifts given by March the 25th, which is today, will be matched. So call 888-673-4125 or visit 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. Again, click on the National School Project banner. And there you they got videos. You can read other stuff. But most importantly, uh, you can give right there. So let me give you that phone number one more time. It's 888-673-4125 or visit 1160hope.com and click on the National School Project banner. Let me give you again their mission statement, their vision for National School Project uh, they are equipping Christian students to share Jesus with their peers and classmates. Their vision is to see a student-led, church-supported campus awakening to the love of Christ in every public school. If that doesn't get your blood going and, and get you open up your wallets, I don't know what else will. 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. That's what we're doing today. And we're thrilled to be joined by Ryan Hall. He is the senior pastor of Anchor Church in Palos Heights. So Ryan, glad that you continued to join us. You know, before the break, you were telling us your story that you were not a believer in high school, uh, that you didn't become a believer until you went to college. Uh, so I'm curious, uh, being that you went through high school for four years as not a believer, uh, did anybody ever share the gospel with you in the school? Were you ever kind of presented the gospel in this way that we're talking about with the National School Project? Yeah, that's a great question. I uh, like like um, almost everybody in the community here was raised in the church. Uh, I was raised particularly in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Um, so heard the stories, went through religious ed, didn't really believe any of it. And frankly, the the Bible was just a total mystery. It didn't understand any of it. Didn't know what was in there. So you know, I was not saved. I didn't have any faith in Christ. Um, so yeah, going through high school. Um, one of the things I look back on is I, I knew there were Christians around, um, and I don't fault them, you know, as mm-hmm. if it was their fault that I that I wasn't saved or anything. But you know, I went I went all four years through a public high school, and I once I didn't even get invited to a youth group one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now at the time, it's not like I had future pastor written all over me, you know, like I, at junior year, I started growing my hair out. I was in a metal band and, <laughs> but you know, I was a fun guy early on, kind of lively. Um, so I just look back and I'm like, man, 
that was just a fail. Like, <laughs> no one invited me to a church once. And I remember one kid who was a lab partner with me. His name was Kevin. And he would go to Christian camp over the summer, and then he'd always come back, and, you know, you get a T-shirt at Christian camp. Yeah. So he had the courage to wear his Christian shirt, uh, camp shirt, to school. And I remember just, just blasting him, like, you nerd, what are you wearing a Christian shirt for, right? <laughs> now, talk about, like, a fastball down the middle. And I remember he just kind of got you know, embarrassed and started backtracking. Yeah, well, it's, it's no big deal. And, and just kind of got ashamed. And I'm like, man, if if only they had, you know, just had a little courage. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I could have gotten saved earlier, but I never got invited. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, Brian, so, you know, this is a huge part of our, our driver here at the National School Project. Is I mean, we just think not on our watch, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you talk to students and they've never heard the gospel. Or to think that we could have students just a mile from our churches who could go four years in high school and never not only hear the gospel, but even be invited to anything Christian. Yeah. And we can't change the outcome on our own, but by God's grace, can we at least change that? Mm-hmm. And trust that as His Spirit's working through the power of courageous students, sharing the gospel, you know, with students like Ryan was in high school. I mean, can't we do something about that problem, you know? And then this, this other problem that he mentioned in the last segment, I mean, like one student, you know, there, you know, at, at CU at the poll. Yeah. I mean, we've got to do better than that. We've got to, like, mobilize as many Christian students as we can who are at these schools. And if there is only one, well, then all the more reason we better equip that student with everything that we've got. So we really appreciate you having us on. We've been blessed to just see donations coming in yesterday and today. Thank you to all of your listeners who have already contributed a one-time gift or a monthly gift. And we would love to humbly and even boldly ask any of your listeners today to, to join us in this mission. You know, Romans 10 says that, you know, it asks the question, how can they believe in him whom, of whom they've never heard? That's right. And, of course, it means somebody has to preach. But then it asks the question, well, how is somebody going to preach unless they're sent? And so that's what our whole mission is, to send students to share the gospel and to preach the love of Jesus at their public schools, but we can't do it alone. And so we'd really love to invite anybody, whether it's that $46 a month level, or for some people can do $4,600, and it's just not a big challenge for you. We would love to invite you. We've got new areas and new schools throughout the Chicago area and the northwest suburbs and the Elgin area here in the DuPage County where I'm calling in from, down in the southwest suburbs where Ryan is, in the city of Chicago on the near north side, north suburbs. We want to launch 15 schools next year, but we need to bring on some more staff to get more training to more students, and your gift can really help make that happen. Yes, you can give that gift at 888-673-4125 or visit 1160hope.com and click on the National School Project banner right there at 1160hope.com. Two easy ways to give, and any gifts you give today will be matched, and so you're doubling your money. And so as Mark said, some of you out there, you could give $46 one time. Some of you could give way more than that. And what better way to invest uh, eternally uh, into God's kingdom than through these high school students? Ryan, uh, I'd love for you to take a minute and just talk to the pastors out there. We know that we've got pastors who listen to this show. Uh, talk to the pastors about there as to why they should look seriously into the National School Project as a as a partnership for their church, and that this should be a spot where maybe they consider investing into from their church. 
Absolutely. Um, I sat down with my youth pastor several years ago. Uh, we have a new youth pastor now, but at the time I said, okay, what's your plan to get the gospel into every public high school represented in our church? And he was like, uh, what? <laughs> yes. I said, correct, you don't have a plan. Let me introduce you to NSV. Uh, and then it made sense. This isn't one extra thing that a church does. This is something this organization does well. They're specializing in it. They're, they're developing this ability to train high schoolers to you know, get the gospel into their schools. Why wouldn't we say, hey, let's draft off of that. Let us mm-hmm. glean from you. Um, you know, and then and then our church is better for it. So I would just say, you know, to pastors out there, strategic partnerships, as you know, are super important because we can't do everything well. And and when you find an organization that has a proven track record in multiple states, the spirit is just swelling this. I mean, there's new states coming online, new schools coming online. Man, I want to be a part of that. And I would I would also say, as as one of the goals of this is a fundraiser, is to say because we've supported our church has supported this ministry for years, um, you can trust this organization. I can I can just say the integrity that they build into these students and mm. into their staff is is really above board. And um, uh, you know what we did was we looked into our missions budget and said why wouldn't we use some of that for local outreach? I mean let's send these students into their schools as missionaries. So each year. We apportion uh, an amount from our missions budget. We give it to NSV, and we say, look, this we, we're to reach out to here, there, and everywhere, right? Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's support this on a missionary basis. Um, and also, I'm sure there are some church leaders who are listening right now, and, and maybe God has really blessed you, and you know, you're thinking you could really give a generous gift to this organization. I would just say do it. They've got a proven track record. My goodness, if you can do this in California, if you can do this in Illinois, you can do it anywhere. So I I can't speak highly enough about what they're after. And remember, you get a double blessing, Mm -hmm. because the high schoolers are going into their school with the confidence to reach the gospel, but it's also a ministry built on college students who are training and energizing these high school Mm -hmm. students. So you, you are getting the college, what is a college student doing right now? Too often, college students come to a church and say, all right, put me to work, and they basically get to hand out juice boxes at Vacation Bible School over the summer, right? And then yeah. this organization comes along and says, hey, we'll give you a whole high school. Wow, college students want to change the world. Yes. High school students think college students are icons. That's why the model works. It's amazing. That's awesome. That's a great, that, that is really encouraging there, Ryan. Ryan Holligan, Senior Pastor of Anchor Church in Palos Heights. So here's what we want you to do. Call 888-673-4125 or click on the National School uh, Project Banner. That's the National School Project Banner. All gifts given by March 25th will be matched. And so we're trying to raise as much money as possible, whether it be $46 a month, which equips a student for a year to take the gospel to their school, or whether you could do a lot more than that. Give a call, 888-673-4125, or visit 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. You're listening to The Common Good, AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Coming up this hour, we're going to continue to be joined by our friends from the National School Project, hearing their stories as we look to support them here on The Common Good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160. Hope for your life. My name is Brian Fromm. Really glad to have you joining us today on this special day as we are partnering with the National School Project 
to raise $20,000 to equip, train, and send Christian students to share the gospel on their campuses throughout the Chicagoland area. I'm excited to be joined all show by Mark Hobson. He is the president of the National School Project, as well as Heather Barnes, who is the National Ambassador uh, and Special Projects Director for the National School Project. Heather, let me just start with you. Just some uh, some numbers. It helps people get their minds around things. How many schools in the Chicagoland are we talking about? Where did it come from and where are we at right now? Yes. Well, when I was a high school student being coached um, by the National School Project in 2010, mm-hmm. believe it or not, we were at one school, Palatine High School, and God has done more than we could imagine. This year, we have the privilege of coaching bold students at 35 schools wow. in Chicago land just this, this school year. And looking forward, we are praying in expectation in the next two school years to get to coach students at 70 schools in Chicago land. As we look forward, um, we anticipate God moving in big ways. Yeah. And bold students are getting after it here in Chicago land. <laughs> That's awesome. Mark, you as the president, I'm sure part of your job is vision. It's looking forward. So, Heather kind of painted a picture there of what's coming. Could you flesh that out a little bit? Where is the National School? project in your mind heading you know we're, we're praying for god to bring uh, you know this campus awakening student-led church-supported campus awakening that we talked about uh coast to coast and border to border mm. we started in la chicago was our second city you can believe it the san francisco bay area that that bible belt of california <laughs> that it yes. is uh, was our third city and i mean we're we're looking at 28 schools in the san francisco bay area today wow. are doing the same kinds of outreach that you're hearing about on the show today uh, and so we're praying god would you bring this to 12 cities to 450 high schools in the next 2 years yeah and by your grace and through partnering with you know pastors like ryan that we just heard from with other youth ministries uh, and with courageous students, could we give a million students the chance to hear the gospel in the next two years? And so we're praying that God would do something huge. We know even as students this year was, on the one hand, a challenge, and on the other hand, we believe the Lord's using it to really prepare hearts, both of Christian students and of unsaved students. Mm-hmm. And we're praying that as students go back to school this fall, that we could see courageous students ready to meet them there from day one, with the hope of the gospel. And we've got some urgency of that. If Christians aren't there ready to greet them from day one, I think somebody else is going to be. Mm. But I don't think they're going to be sharing Christ and sharing our values with students. Yeah. So we're really hoping that even by being on your show today that people would call and share. We'd love people to give. We really do need the financial help. We're also just praying that, you know, some mom listening might call in and say, man, I'd love my my student who's in middle school to learn how they could share their faith at their school or love to get my church involved. Yeah. Or I'm a youth pastor or a pastor, and I'd love to get my church involved in this. And we'd love to connect with anybody like that from your audience as well. That's awesome. And again, we want to financially help here on the show, the National School Project. So call 888-673-4125 or visit 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. I know we get flooded uh, in our day and age, people asking for money. But when you find an organization that is that is doing this kind of vision and this kind of gospel work, that's where we need to put our resources. And it, here's some even better news is that all gifts given by March 25th 
will be matched. So even more of your money is going to go even further as we look to equip and support and send students uh, into their into their uh, public high schools with the good news of the gospel. Heather, tell us about this campaign. That's the meant for more campaign. Yes, we've launched the meant for more campaign as a ministry and students are loving it. Christian students have caught the vision that they're meant for more than just going through the motions of their faith. They're meant for more than just showing up to youth group or, you know, checking the box. They're meant to be on mission for Jesus at their school as a missionary. So that's one, the vision behind it for these Christian students, a part of the meant for more movement. But why are they gathering together? They believe their peers need to hear they're meant for more than this world offers. They're meant to know Jesus personally. So that's the why behind the movement. And Mm -hmm. students are excited because they are united with like-minded leaders. I'm coaching Hannah personally from the Boston area, and she's met leaders across the country in California that are together linking arms, doing the same work in a united effort to share this message with their generation, really, that they are meant for more than this world offers. They're meant to know Jesus and be loved by Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's powerful that these students are taking this message forward. Yeah. And Mark, I'd love for you. I just love that phrase, Uh, not even for students, but for for all of us that were meant for more. So I'd love for you to speak a little bit uh, from your heart about that phrase and also this campaign, the meant for more campaign. What a powerful message to share with students. I mean, they're looking for answers. You know, they're looking for more. Uh, what you know, they're not going to find it in achievement. You're not going to find it in sports and athletics and a great career. You're certainly going to not going to find it in all the bad behaviors that anybody can get into, young people especially. And you know, I think even right now, it's a message of hope that I mean, if you're feeling lonely or anxious, we haven't even talked about the suicide problem or the right. hopelessness, you know, problem on the show today, but. I mean, we're looking at a pandemic of hopelessness right now, and uh, even encouragements that you are meant for more than that isolation, that loneliness, that despair that you're feeling. And the way that you can find that is by knowing the God who made you, by knowing Jesus who gave us life to save you. Mm. Uh, what a powerful way to share the hope of the gospel with students today. And absolutely, I think as we're sharing this, we're we're looking at our lives and saying, Lord, what, I mean, what, I mean, you've made us for more than just, you know, going through the motions in our own life. And what else can we do as an organization to advance this mission? And certainly in our own lives as well, you know, that God really does have us, whatever our profession is, uh, to be living our life, you know, for the utmost, uh, for his kingdom purposes. So we're excited. We, we've got an amazing team of supporters who really are living that kind of life in their, in their businesses and their mm-hmm. jobs and are, are really kind of like-minded that want to invest their, their earthly treasures in eternal realities. So we're grateful for that. Yeah, again, 888-673-4125 or 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. As we've been saying, $46 a month equips a student for a year to take the gospel to their school. Maybe you can give less than that. That's wonderful. Every little bit helps. But maybe you can give way more than that, $4,600. Maybe you could give even more than that, and you can give a big chunk of this $20,000 that we are trying to raise to equip, train, and send students back onto their campuses. Mark, uh, as we close out this segment, uh, paint a picture for people. You guys talk about rallies. You talk about like uh, programs. Yep. What's it actually look like? What's it look like uh, when some event well, takes place at a school? Oh, my goodness. I mean, okay, so imagine this. You're a high school student. You don't know the Lord. Your life's wh- whatever kind of a mess it is. You know it's some kind of yeah, – but you go to school one day, 
and one of your peers is wearing a shirt that says meant for more. It's bright yellow. It's bright blue. You can't miss it. They greet you at the door with a smile, maybe with some donuts, but a flyer inviting you to an event that's happening on campus today because they just wanted to make sure that you knew you're invited to know how through Jesus you can find the life that you were meant for. You walk into the school, you look around, and it's plastered with posters just sharing this message of hope that you are meant for more than fill in the blank or meant for more than anxiety, isolation, loneliness, and inviting you to come to the gym or the auditorium at lunch to hear a guest speaker to hear from your fellow students to come. You go to class, and in class, you know, one of your peers says, hey, teacher, if you don't mind, can I just make a quick announcement? Hey, today, you know, we're having this event in the gym. We just want to tell, you know, our school student body that we're meant for more than just the, the empty things this world offers us. Love to invite you all to come join us in the gym. There's going to be free pizza, and I'm actually <laughs> going to be sharing my, my story. Yeah. And so you think, okay, these people are just crazy enough. I'll check it out. And so you go to the gym, and another student welcomes you in, and then you hear the message that Jesus gave his life for your sin, and that by placing your faith in him, you can have peace with God and hope forever. And for a lot of students, that's the moment they decide to let Jesus in. They get a Bible, they fill out a response card, and what happens, it was in 72 hours, one of their peers calls them and says, thanks so much for coming, I saw that you made a decision for Christ. I'd love to connect with you personally. Mm. That's the kind of scene that we want to see happen at thousands of high yes. schools, coast to coast, border to border. I'd ask you, imagine what the Lord could do through that if we could see that vision become a reality. Yeah, and we can help at 888-673-4125. Visit our visit, 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. This is such an important ministry that we want to support here on The Common Good. Uh, Let me encourage you to stay with us. After the commercial, we are going to actually hear from a student. We're going to hear from a student who is a part of the National uh, School Project. His name is Jonah. We're going to listen to him next here on The Common Good. AM 1160, hope for your life. On AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. My name is Brian Fromm. Really glad to have you joining us today as it is yet again another special day here on The Common Good uh, as we continue to partner with the National School Project uh, to help equip, train, and send Christian students to share the gospel on their campuses. We're thrilled here in just a second. We're going to be joined by one of those students uh, who has been plugged in and serving through the National School Project. But before we do that, I want to give you the phone number and the website once again. You can call 888-673-4125. That's 888-673-4125. Or go to 1160hope.com. And once there, click on the National School Project banner. There you can give to support this ministry uh, that that all these students are doing amazing work. And speaking of those students, we are joined by one of those students. His name is Jonah. Jonah, thanks for joining us today. Hi. It's great to have you on the radio, man. Hey, we've been talking a lot about the National School Project uh, that you're a part of. I'd love to know, why did you decide to start a Christian club and outreach way back when you were in middle school? Yeah, so I think like when I first started, in like back in seventh grade, and I'm a junior in high school now, mm-hmm. um, I kind of started out of obedience, um, like this is like the right thing to do, and this is kind of how I've been like raised to follow and obey God. Um 
but later that that compulsion grew into compassion for mm. uh, the lost and those stuck in in the darkness. Um, I think um, in the in the West in Western culture, there's there's this sense of complacency, and you, I, I saw that even in middle school. Um, there, there's this uh, one time at a church youth group outreach event. Uh, there's there's some kids. Um, it was a lot of kids actually, um, and the the speaker was given like his presentation mm-hmm. uh, in the lesson in the gospel and um i remember the kids around me some of them were just like sitting on their phones and I, it was just heartbreaking to like just sit there and you know like they're just snapping their friends and you know sending chats and memes and stuff and it's like you're hearing the gospel presentation <laughs> right yeah, now yeah yeah i was sad that that, that that that's the trajectory and I mean, the trajectory of their souls is, is ultimately a tragedy, and that my passion is to, to share that that uh, our hope, our everlasting hope, that is so much greater than the, the whatever we have the, these pleasures yeah. of, of the flesh that we 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 sit complacent with here on earth. But um, that's a good word. I'm just glad that like being able to uh, share that gospel publicly at school and being able to do that and like. It's all thanks to, to NSP and what God provision through them. That's great, man. I'm, I'm a preacher, so I'm going to use that compulsion to compassion. That was really good. That that, that preaches. Hey, uh, so as we said, this is your fifth or sixth year leading the Christian club and outreach at your school from middle school into high school. What, is, what have you seen God do? How have you seen God show up over the past few years? This past year, um, I was able to give a gospel presentation at my school. I, I was speaking and stuff. All God's time, because that was the week right before COVID hit and we, everything shut down. Wow. Like, we literally had an outreach week right then, and it was super awesome to be able to do that. But I remember one of my friends, um, they go to my church, and I'm really good friends with them. They, they texted me after the outreach, and they're like, wow, Jonah, like, that was super awesome, and like, thank you for sharing that. Sharing that like my faith is there to be living it and, yeah. and not just sit there and, and just do nothing, but to take hold of your faith. And I, I thought that was really cool. Like that the gospel can be convicting and reaching to those that have been Christians for years. That was cool. That's great, Jonah. I'm glad that you got that opportunity. That, that's a really impressive thing and encouraging. We're talking, as you know, about National School Project. So how has NSP as a ministry helped you as you lead the charge at your school? Um, throughout middle school and, and high school, I've, I've had different people like involved and that have poured into me. Um, when I was in seventh grade, it was some high schoolers from the high school that I go to now that they, they were, um, they were leading their Christian club and they came into, but then, uh, later it was NSP staff like Heather. Um, and now it's, uh, the, the college students, um, mm. the, there's these two, uh, college students, we call them the Ryans cause they're both named Ryan. Uh, one's a girl from Colorado, and one's a, a a guy from Virginia. And um, these past three years, they've they've been my mentors, and they've really poured in and and uh, reached and and mentored, and they're they're invested in my personal life, and they've just been a light. That's um, awesome. To me, yeah, it's just been really great. They've added a lot of structure to our meetings, mm-hmm. as our leader meetings and stuff, and um, that's been been really awesome. Cool. Yeah. And Jonah, you're bashful, so you won't won't share this. But in seventh grade, I had the gift of going witnessing, sharing the gospel in a local 
public mall with you for the first time, your first ever experience, <laughs> and got to witness you leading a few seventh grade boys to the Lord, your first time ever going out and sharing the gospel. So it's been a joy to get to see your development as a leader from sharing the gospel with strangers your That's own great. age boldly. Um, to sharing the gospel with dozens and dozens of students at your school's outreach in high school. That's cool. Hey, Jonah, we got like a minute left. So uh, with that last minute, why don't you talk to other students who might be listening right now who are thinking about reaching their school for Jesus, but they're really nervous. They don't know what to do or if they have the boldness. I'll give you a minute. Why don't you talk to those students who might be listening right now? I would just say like, Look, like the harvest is out there. It's like go and get it. Like it's right there. And like there's just so many people that that need the gospel. There's a lot of division and there's a lot of hopelessness in this world and we have both of those solutions as Christians. We have unity in the faith and we have eternal life. Jonah, I, I sometimes we overcomplicate things. I love your line there. Go and get it. <laughs> That's a great line, man. Hey, Jonah, I'm really uh, challenged by you and encouraged by you, and we'll be praying for you and uh, glad that you're doing work out there in your high school. Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, it was a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Well, again, we're here raising money for the National School Project. So if you want to support students like Jonah as they go to reach their their classmates uh, and do this work on their schools, call 888-673-4125 or visit 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner, and there you can support this ministry, and all gifts given today will be matched. So let's go ahead and support them at 888-673-4125 or 1160hope.com. Go to the National School Project banner. You're listening to The Common Good here on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. My name is Brian Fromm. Really glad to have you with us today. And we are thrilled to continue to be joined by the National School Project, our friends at the National School Project, as we look to raise $20,000 to equip, train, and send Christian students to share the gospel on their campuses throughout the Chicago land area. It is a great vision. And if, if you've been with us yesterday and or today, what you've heard is story after story after story of the way that God is blessing this ministry and using high school students to bring light into darkness, to bring the good news of the gospel onto their public school campuses, which if you're like me, you're like, I didn't even know that was that was allowed and even possible. But uh, this ministry is doing it. We've been joined all day by Mark Hobson. He's the president of the National School Project, uh, as well as Heather Barnes, uh, also from the National School Project. And so, Mark, I was going to ask you just some background, but I'm just enjoying the stories so much, man. So uh, why don't you tell us, you, you said hot off the presses that you've even got another story about the, the amazing work happening at National School Project. Yeah, I mean, students, amazing things happen when you equip bold students to share the gospel at their public schools. And Xavier is one of these bold students. Uh, this mission's not just going on here in Chicago, uh, but going on across the country. And uh, he's, in, uh, he's in northeastern Ohio. Our team got connected with him. He had a huge passion uh, for his school. And obviously with COVID and schools being shut down, you get a little bit of a, uh, a wrinkle in your outreach plans. But mm-hmm. one of the things they started doing is uh, they sent these evangelistic surveys out to every student in their high school by email. And they asked them a number of questions. And then they gave their peers the chance to ask spiritual questions 
and the survey. So get this, they emailed 1,200 students in their school, 200 students responded, 17 students said they wanted to check out a church, 23 students said they wanted to join a small group to explore who Jesus is, 80 people, 80 students said they'd like a Christian to contact them to share more about the hope of Jesus. Wow. I mean, can you believe that? And you better believe Xavier's team was ready to do just that. <laughs> yes. we'll share a little bit more about that in a second. But they, they gave students a chance to ask questions. That if you could ask God one question, what would it be? Somebody writes in, well, what happens after you die? Uh, why does my mom have cancer? Mm. Is this life worth it? Am I going to be okay? I mean, mm. these are real students, right? Yeah. So this was a couple weeks ago. They sent out these surveys. They start following up with all these students who are showing interest, right? And then this week, they had one of these outreach weeks that we're talking about, one of these meant for more weeks. So they started promoting it last week. They're wearing those T-shirts. They're passing out the flyers. They're inviting students. And so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, today, right, they've been having their evangelistic outreaches. At a school of 1,200 students in Ohio today, 150 students came out today to hear the gospel. One of our staff, or actually our Illinois State Director, was out there preaching the gospel as a guest of their Christian club, said stu- two students had been coming all week long. One of them finally got saved today. They got their first Bible, and now the Christian clubs you know, going to be working on doing all the follow-up. But it's just the kind of thing that we're seeing year after year after year is courageous students are equipped with a big vision, a concrete plan, and some personal coaching to help send them to be salt and light and bold witnesses for Christ at their public school. What? That's a great story of a student. I would never think, like, hey, let's send a survey out, right? Like, COVID comes, you're like, how can we talk to people? Okay, let's use let's use a survey. Let's use email and look at what God's doing in and through that. Yeah, they're doing it all across Chicago here. They're doing it in the West Coast. Awesome. They're actually getting even, you know, these out to, you know, 2,000 students at a time at the school. What a great way to go, right? It really is. It really is. We wanted you to hear more stories. We've got a clip from another student. Uh, her name is Ruthie. Let's listen to her story. Well, I just saw an emptiness in my friends, and I do a lot of different activities at my school, and I kind of realized that everywhere I was interacting with high schoolers, each one of them was trying to fill this void inside of themselves with different things, whether that be through music, through academics, through sports, everywhere you go, these high schoolers are looking for purpose, and they're looking for meaning, and they're not finding it. So I'm actually thinking of my friend Stephanie. She didn't know the Lord and was just living a life that was didn't have hope. She was on my cross-country team and eventually she started coming to the cross-country Bible study and she started coming to our Christian club on campus and she eventually became my sister in Christ and accepted Jesus as her Lord and her Savior. And now I'm super excited because she's going to be a Christian club leader with me this upcoming year. And she actually um, decided to quit track so that she could be more involved with her church and be more involved with the Christian club at our school. So what motivates me to share Christ with my friends is just realizing the eternal impact. And looking at my friends in high school, I... I've realized over the past three years that if I really care about these people, then I'm going to want to care about what they're doing for the rest of eternity, and I'm going to love them with, with the truth and, 
and share with them this message of salvation. Heather, like we said, we just love hearing the stories. Uh, help people understand out there. Uh, Ruthie kind of talked in the beginning there about just kind of the struggle for the high school students right now. What, what that struggle is, and you had on top of it COVID. Could you help us again understand what's it like to be a high school student out there right now? Uh, what do you think it is that they're facing? Yeah, well... I won't tell you what I think. I'll tell you what they're telling me. Yeah, As I um, coach students weekly, one of them definitely is isolation. Mm-hmm. And um, a big one, I was just sitting down in my living room with, with one student, Abby, and she said, my peers are so spiritually confused right now. Mm. There is a deep fog of confusion and the world is throwing every little lie at their their minds and their lives. And unfortunately, they there is just this storm of confusion um, over their identity, mostly, yeah. that is taking by storm. So that's a huge struggle. Um, but COVID specifically, isolation, loneliness is a real thing, um, anxiety, and, and that identity piece. Because when anxiety and depression, like they are right now in teenagers' lives, are really heavy, um, that identity, where am I finding my identity, is is huge. Absolutely. And Mark, uh, we've talked about this throughout the last two days that you've been with us, but I think it's so important for people not to hear uh, not just where their money will go if and when they support you guys, but just kind of a vision as to how, you know, my $46, my whatever else it might be is 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 sowing into these students to make such a big difference. Could you help people kind of catch a vision for what their money can do? Yeah, I mean, there's students like Xavier, students like Heather's been talking about, students like Ruthie. They're willing to stand up. They're willing to share, the, to stick their neck on the line. They're willing to put their reputations on the line, yeah. put their time on the line. But they really do need some coaching. They need a plan, and they need someone to come alongside them with a big vision and some encouragement and some practical how-to to help them do that. And so we're inviting your listeners, and we're inviting people across the country to say, would you partner with us to help send students like this into this mission field. And so here's what we're, we're thinking. As we're looking down into the next two years, we're praying that God would raise up 9,000 students to be bold mm. witnesses for Jesus at their schools. And if we look at the cost that we're going to have, we're, we're saying, okay, so for $46 a month, we can help send a student like Ruthie, a student like Xavier, to share the hope of Jesus at their public school. So that's what we'd love to invite your listeners to consider uh, maybe you can't do $46 a month, or you're not sure yet. Maybe you want to give just like a first-time gift of $46. And we'd love to even invite people for whom you could even right now today consider a gift of $4,600 mm-hmm. or anywhere in between uh, to partner together to reach students. You know, God has this window of opportunity for us now. We don't know how long it will last. We're mindful of the, the headwinds that we're facing culturally. Mm. We're mindful of the reality students are facing in their lives, and we want to reach as many students um, while we still can. Yeah, absolutely. I just love that phrase again. We've been using that the students that we all are meant for more. Uh, and, and I think we can think of our money that way, that our money is meant for more than just to spend it on myself and to do this or do that. Uh, and, and I know money is tight for some people right now, but if you've got the ability, like Mark said, it might be $46, it might be $4,600, it might be $10,000. Uh, your money, A, is going to be doubled if you give it today, and B, is going to be used to make an eternal impact. You can think of it this way, that you're sending uh, these students as missionaries into their schools 
Uh, what an amazing way to make an eternal impact. So right now, I mean, you, you know, I know you're thinking about it. Just go ahead and pick up your phone. Your, your, the phone you carry in your pocket actually works as a phone. You can call at 888-673-4125 or go online to 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. That's 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. Well, Mark and Heather are going to join us for one more segment as we close out this show with the National School Project here on The Common Good. AM 1160, hope for your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160, hope for your life. My name is Brian Fromm. Really glad to have you with us on uh, as we have one more segment here with our friends from the National School Project. We've been thrilled to be joined by Mark Hobson and Heather Barnes as we look to support this wonderful ministry uh, that is helping or training, equipping and sending Christian students into their public school campuses to share the gospel. This isn't about bringing in outsiders to bring. No, this is about equipping students to go to their friends and their campuses. And so we're doing all we can to support them. We've got a little bit of time left. So here's what we want you to do. Call 888-673-4125 or visit 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. Any money you give today will be doubled. So anything you can give, it could be small, it could be a lot, is going to go to help make an eternal difference on these high school and junior high campuses. And Heather, uh, you were telling me off air that you I've just loved hearing the story. So the story of, I believe you said of Ella, I would love mm-hmm. to hear that story. Yes. So Ella, she actually told us she wants to be a missionary mm-hmm. one day. So that's who she is. And she's a student in the west suburbs of Chicago, eighth grader, burdened to reach her middle school for Jesus. So she wanted to start a Christian club. God put it in her heart and she took action. So we got to come alongside her and train her and the practicals, give her that support to share the gospel at her school. But fearless Ella encountered some opposition. She's doing a hard thing for the Lord. Normally when we do hard things for Jesus, opposition comes our way. So school administrators actually told this daring eighth grader, kind, sweet, daring eighth grader, (laughs) that she couldn't share about God with her Christian club and was um, giving her, um, unfortunately they weren't educated on the fact that she is able to do this legally. Not only that, second wind of opposition came as her teacher sponsors for the Christian club quit on Mm. her because they didn't really want to attach themselves to this bold endeavor. Um, So never fun when teachers are dropping out on eighth graders. And with this opposition, she had two choices. I could throw in the towel or I could keep going in this calling that God has put on my heart. So she decided to do the keep going route and she was... Alongside other students at one of our monthly gatherings, we prayed for Ella. Her encouraged, she really got encouragement from her peers. Mm-hmm. And as she decided to press on, soon the Lord provided new teacher advisors, teacher sponsors, and she got to move forward with that club. We helped her with the legal side. Her administration got on board. And believe it or not, they experienced a little miracle at the end of the semester. And they did um, a Christmas party. This was last season. And she was overjoyed that after facing opposition, not even knowing if she could get this off the ground, 77 students Mm. attended this Christmas event where they got to share the gospel. Most of the people who attended, she believes, had never heard the gospel before. That's great. 
That's yeah. so encouraging. Mark, I got two questions for you. Let me start with the legal one. We've talked about this a few times, but in case people are just joining us, people might be wondering, yeah, I like that Ella story. I thought this wasn't allowed. I thought this was illegal. Help people uh, understand why this is not just legal, but it's perfectly good and, and an encouragement for us as churches. Yeah, two, two main laws make everything you'd ever want to see happen at a high school or a middle school legal. First one's the First Amendment. Uh, and it's just black and white. First Amendment applies to students at their school. It means they can share their faith freely. Uh, anytime the teacher is not talking, they can be talking to students, and they can really talk about anything, right, and they can be sharing their faith. And the Supreme Court's really even ruled on that in a couple really explicit ways. One of them is that, yeah, even if, you know, somehow you share and somebody gets offended, you're, you're still covered. You really can still share Um and then, two, they've even ruled that passing out Bibles is comp- considered pure speech. Hmm. And so, you know, administrators can't even restrict students who want to pass out Bibles by the dozens or by the hundreds. So the First Amendment gives students a whole lot of rights as individuals to share their faith verbally or by passing out the written word. And the second law passed by uh, Bill Clinton, right, passed the Equal Access Act. And it just says that if any club can meet, all clubs can meet. And whatever any one club can do, all clubs can do. And you can't discriminate if it's religious. And so that just means, you know, if a gay-straight alliance can happen at a school, which they can, they're all across the country, then a Christian club can form at a a high school or a middle school as well. And if they can put up posters to advertise, if they can pass out flyers, so can the Christian club. And it's actually illegal to discriminate against it because it's religious. Uh, and call 888-673-4125. If hopefully that, some of you might be like, are we allowed to do this? That answers that question. So let's support this ministry, 888-673-4125, or call 1160, or visit 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project uh, banner. Mark, as we close this up, I'm so it's been so fun to have you guys with us for the last two days. We've got a minute or two left. Uh, Mark, I want to just leave you with the last word before we close the show. Paint vision and, and give people an encouragement as to why they should pick up the phone right now, why they should click on their link right now and go support the National School Project. Hey, by God's grace, we want to give a million students the chance to hear the gospel in the next two mm-hmm. years. And in the next five and ten years, we're praying that we could see a movement like you've been hearing about today happen coast to coast, border to border, while we still can. But we've got some urgency. We really do believe that we it's imperative that we successfully pass the faith to the next generation before we lose the next generation outright. Mm. Praise the Lord. You know, Jesus is still on his throne. The Holy Spirit hasn't changed since the book of Acts. And God has, you know, courageous pastors and fearless students who want to share the gospel at their schools, but they do need coaching, they do need a plan, they need somebody to come alongside them to help them make that happen. That's right. And so we'd love to invite your listeners to partner with us in that. What would happen if we could train students at thousands of schools in the coming years to share the hope of Christ with their entire school? Well, we believe, by God's grace, that that could be something that we might have to look at and say, that's an awakening. That's right. That's what we want to be a part of. And we're, we can't make it happen, right? Only God can make that happen. Yep. But we can play our part in that. And so we would invite anybody who shares that vision and shares that burden for our country, for the next generation, and for equipping students who want to stand in the gap to partner with us with your hard-earned money. Uh, that will really can translate into an eternal impact for the Lord. Well said, man. That number again is 888 888- 
673-4125 or visit 1160hope.com. Click on the National School Project banner. It's been our pleasure to be joined by the National School Project. Let's get out there. Let's support them. My name is Brian Fromm. Have a great night. You've been listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life.